Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. CBS Radio presents... The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. coming and there's a whole weekend of outdoor eating and fun ahead. Right now, look for the big holiday displays of famous cut-right wax paper, featured along with many other picnic needs at special prices. You'll need plenty of extra strong cut-right for Fourth of July picnicking. So look for those big special displays featuring cut-right now. Make out your holiday shopping list and get cut-right wax paper at your favorite food store today. home at noon. Oh, the air conditioner wasn't working at the office, and that place was like a furnace. Oh. Even Cranshaw couldn't stand it. Uh-huh. He said he was going home and cool off, and the rest of us could, too, if we wanted to. <laughs> if we wanted to. <laughs> well, you won't find it any cooler here. You know, dear, for a new house, this is the hottest one I've ever known in my life. I do everything to keep it cool. I pull down the shades, keep doors closed, and it just seems to make it hotter. Are you sure they insulated it? Oh, I don't know. We paid for insulation. But with everything else that went wrong building this house, I wouldn't be at all surprised to learn that nothing was said to Mr. Dibble and that we haven't got a shred of insulation anywhere. Well, now, now, don't get all worked up about it now. It's too hot for anything. Where is everybody? Well, Betsy and Aunt Effie went down to the store to do some marketing, get some groceries. Well, look, I got some work to do, but I, uh, I think first I'll take a swim, maybe lie in the sun, try to get a little more tan. Now, look. Don't overdo. You know what happens. Every year you lie Whoa, out there and get... Whoa, boy. What? 
Whose boat is that out there whizzing by? Did you see that? I never saw that before. Oh, Betsy told me that Susie Elwin told her that it belongs to the Harrisfords. Boy, it's some cabin cruiser, huh? <laughs> hey, we ought to get acquainted with the Harrisfords. Always nice to know rich people, huh? <laughs> I wish you wouldn't make remarks like that. Oh, honey, I'm just teasing. I just said it because I know you hate it. <laughs> they say the Harrisfords are very nice. Elner met them once, said they were both just lovely. Said, you'd, you know, you'd never know they had money. <laughs> just a couple of old shoes like us, huh? <laughs> oh, really, dear. Now, all I meant was I do think it's funny that nobody in this neighborhood since we moved in last November has, well, you know, called on us or made any effort to get acquainted. Well, it isn't like our old neighborhood. Here the houses are so far apart. But back there, you, you had to know your neighbor. You lived with him. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Now, do you remember the time I was upstairs and I yelled at you downstairs? I said, what time is it? And Mrs. Fraley in the next house said, 20 minutes after 8, dear. (laughs) You remember that? (laughs) Yes, that was so funny. (laughs) Well, go take your swim, and please don't lie in the sun too long. You know what always happens. All right, all right. Good afternoon. May I help you? Oh, oh, hello. (laughs) Well, I was just coming up this hill, and my car simply stopped dead, and I cannot get it started again. Well, you've probably done what my husband says I do, and that's flood the motor, whatever that means. <laughs> yes, my husband says that, and I never know either. And then he says I'm always doing something else called, oh, called stripping the gears. <laughs> well, I could hear somebody having trouble out here, and since I had to walk down the lane anyhow to the mailbox, I thought perhaps I could help. Oh. Not that I know anything about cars, but maybe you'd like to use the phone or call somebody? Well, I guess I'll have to. That's very nice of you. I just can't imagine what's wrong. The car worked fine all morning. Well, I don't like to even mention this, but if you're anything like me, is it possible you're out of gas? Uh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just really can't tell my husband and just call him and tell him that I ran out of gas. Why, he'd never let me live it down if you know what I mean. (laughs) I certainly do. In fact, I know so well that I'll be glad to run you down to a gas station to pick up some. Oh, would you? Oh, Oh, dear, it seems like a frightful imposition. Oh, not at all. I'm not doing a thing. I've really? just been sitting on the porch trying to keep cool. My house is so hot. I was saying to my husband a while ago that when we built the house last year... Oh, I was so well, sh- it must be Mrs. Piper. <laughs> yes. Oh, huh? dear, I, I am we... so ashamed. You know, I told Paul, I said, what must you think of us? We've been so unneighborly... But you moved in last November, didn't you? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, you see, right after that, it was Christmas, and then right after that, we always go to Bermuda for three months. And then we got back, I started redecorating the living room, and that is still just a mess. Um. And well, now I don't even introduce myself. I'm Pamela Harrisford. Oh. Well, we have a house just around the bend of the lake. Yes, there. yes, I, I know. Well, look, why don't you and your husband drop over and have a bite to eat with us tonight? Oh, oh well, I do. don't. Now, listen, I know it's short notice, but that's the way Paul and I always do things. We're terribly casual, and, you, and you'll just have to get used to it. Oh, now, it won't be anything fancy, nothing. We'll, we'll just sit out on the terrace and sort of cool off and get acquainted. So, well, oh, for goodness sake, come just as you are. Oh, well, that's very nice of you, but... First, uh, well, I'll take you down to get some gas for your car, and then I'll ask my husband and I'll call Well, now, we're not going to take no for an answer. Paul will be furious if you don't come. He's been so anxious to meet your husband. (laughs) Well, we'll try to come. So then I took her down to get gas for her car, and she just insists that we drop over. She said her husband, his name is Paul, was so anxious to meet you. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, she's very nice. 
I think you've been lying out here in the sun entirely too long. Look at your legs. Uh, no, 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 I'm okay. Isn't it funny? We're just talking about them, and then two hours later we meet? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, well, you don't seem very pleased. Oh, well, sure. It's fine. It's fine. I, I, I'd like to meet them, as a matter of fact. It's just that it's so darn hot today. I certainly don't feel like getting all togged up. No, no, dear. You don't have to. She said it was nothing fancy. Just come as you are, she said. Well... I do think I ought to have on a little more than my bathing trunks, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> she said they were terribly casual and that we just have to get used to it. <laughs> yeah. She was cute. She said we'd just sit out on the terrace and cool off and get acquainted. Oh, well, gee, that sounds fine. <sighs> of course, I don't even know what to wear to make me look terribly casual. Well, now, you better not dress up. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, it's always dress. better to be underdressed than overdressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought that I would wear my white tailored shorts. They always look nice. And then with my white jewel sweater you gave me for my birthday. Sweater? Are you crazy in this heat? Just put on a fresh white blouse. Well, it might get chilly later on. Well, I want to take it, dear. Couldn't I just wear it casually over my shoulders? Well, look, if you take a sweater, you better just carry it casually in your hands. Well, I want to take it. It's pretty. Now, I feel a little dressed up. I'm not used to being so terribly casual when I get invited out. I sort of like to dress up. Yeah, well, that's the way some of these people are. I know. The more money they have, the worse they look. Yeah, and we poor people dress up to the teeth, so we'll we'll look like the ones with the money. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you wearing casually this evening, Mr. Piper? I am going to wear my dark brown shorts and white jersey. White jersey? Is that au courant? Well, I don't know, but it's what Mr. Allardyce Llewellyn Gridley III was wearing in the society section of last Sunday's paper. As he leaned over the rail of his Mediterranean yacht. <laughs> well, I go plan what the children should have for supper so Aunt Effie doesn't have all the work. You are getting burned. Honey, look, I always have to get a fair burn before I even no. get a good tan. Now, I'm will you please stop work. worrying? I'm watching it. Well, I'll yell at you when it's time to get ready. Yeah, you yell. Be careful. Be careful. Oh, what are you doing? I'm not doing anything. But I am standing here waiting to get you into the other arm of your shirt. I have not even touched you. Well, you brush that shirt against my back. Well, how you put a shirt on unless it gets against your back is beyond me. Now, if you would put your other hand behind you a little so I could slide it into the sleeve. That's right. Now, just a second. Oh, all right. I got it on anyhow. Why? Why you sit out in the sun and all right. get your... All right, all right, all right, all right. I don't think I can go. I can't go. Oh. I, I, I admit it. I got too much sunburn. Look at my legs, would you? They look like lobster claws. You want to wear a pair of casual slacks? Oh, I, I couldn't stand slacks on my legs. Well, I'll call the Harrisburgs and tell them we can't come then. Since it's just us and she couldn't even have time to plan anything special to eat, I guess it won't matter much. Oh, no, 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 no. I hate to do that. I mean, we've waited so darn long to get acquainted with some neighbors around here. Well, but... I'm sure they'll ask us again, look, dear. it's taken... Taking them eight months to get around to this invitation. Well, we can ask them over here sometime. No, no, no. I mean, it's it's so late. We're expected in ten minutes. They're probably just sitting there waiting for us, or else she's running around whipping up some casual sandwiches. <laughs> well, I liked her, but she doesn't strike me as probably being much of a cook, dear. <laughs> well, it's up to you. Do you think you can make it? Oh, yes, sure. <laughs> How do we look? Except for my sunburn. Well, I think we look fine. You think I should just carry a tennis racket? No, I do not. <laughs> now, come on, let's go. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. You know, if I hadn't mislaid my battered trumpet, I'd sound a fanfare right this minute. Failing that, let me just advise you that tonight's the night. 
Yes, beginning this evening on the CBS Radio Network, three great new comedy shows join our Amos and Andy Music Hall for an hour of comedy entertainment every Monday through Friday. What are those three new shows? Well, they're the Andy Griffith Show, starring, by phenomenal coincidence, Andy Griffith, with no time for sergeants and currently Destry Rides again. Burns and Allen, wonderful George and Gracie, recreating their vaudeville comedy routines for CBS Radio listeners. And those two sidekicks of slapstick, offbeat comedians Bob and Ray. Beginning this very evening, CBS Radio inaugurates the new evening sound of network radio with the Amos and Andy Music Hall, Andy Griffith, Burns and Allen, and Bob and Ray. They'll be here every Monday through Friday. So you make plans to ride our airwaves for the fun of all four, starting this very evening. For Pete's sakes, this can't be the Harrisford's house. Come on, hurry up. Let's get back down the driveway to the car. Oh, I was on. thought this was the Harrisburg. No. I'm sure it is. Well, look at that crowd of people. This is either a garden party or a wedding reception. Come on, let's get out of here before we're seen. Yes, Hello! I've been waiting for you. Oh, there she is. That's Mrs. Harrisburg. What? Look at her lovely dress. Well, pretend you didn't see her. Come on, well, come I on. Can't just... do that. Mrs. Piper! Oh, we can't pretend oh. we haven't seen her. She's seen her. Oh, yeah. hello. 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 And you're <laughs> Mr. Piper. Oh, oh just Wonderful to meet you at last. Your wife's a darling. Oh, well, thank you. It's nice to meet you, I'm sure. But I'm afraid my darling wife misunderstood. Yes, we're so embarrassed. I didn't realize you were having a big party. A big party? Oh, not at all. No, Paul just asked a few friends to drop in. Now, remember, I warned you, we're terribly casual. Of course, I don't know what you're going to get to eat. But I'm sure we have some steaks in the freezer. That is if I can round up some volunteers to cook them. Oh, well, I seem to be the only one who's dressed for doing some outdoor cooking, so I'll volunteer. Oh, that's marvelous. <laughs> you know, I told Paul we had some wonderful new neighbors. Uh-huh. And I might add the only ones who had the intelligence to dress sensibly on this frightfully hot evening. Uh-huh. Oh, and Mr. Piper, such a glorious Sunday. Uh-huh. Now, I'll find Paul because I want him to meet you. Oh, well, oh, yeah. are you neighbors in here? Well, she's nice, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, and diplomatic. I have never been so embarrassed in my life. Dinner jackets and dresses that look like sugar candy, and here we are in shorts. You don't even have on a tie. What do we do? There is only one thing to do in this situation, and that is to act as though everybody else is dressed wrong. Why, why, when people invite you, don't they say exactly what they mean? I know, I agree, but never mind. Oh, The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Augusta Dabney and is produced by Walter Hart.